Good morning and welcome to today's Carrots and Coffee with me, Jewelry Navigator. This is the second installment of something new that I'm trying, just a Saturday morning to get together and quick chat about jewelry. And as promised, I wanted to talk about something that can be a little confusing to most people because it's the same word in describing components of jewelry, and that is the word carrot, K-A-R-A-T, and carrot with a C, C-A-R-A-T. But before I go on, I just want to recap a little bit about what's been going on with Jewelry Navigator. One is this past week, I interviewed Kelly Jewell of Jewel Time, who has been in the jewelry industry since she was could remember her. She grew up in it. And it's a really interesting story. I love featuring women in the industry, especially in parts of the industry that um, traditionally it hasn't been too open to women, but now things are things are changing. And it's a fascinating story. I don't know that much about watches, much less luxury watches. Um, when I worked in the jewelry stores, I always appreciated them and I was always curious about how they worked, what kind of functions or they call them complications do they have and, and how they worked. So anyway, it's a quick touch on behind the scenes stories that, that happen, especially with Rolex watches because they're such, they're in such high demand, but there's a very low supply. So let's move on to what I'm going to be talking about. And these little carrots and coffee on Saturday mornings, they're meant for just a quick visit. And I usually have really helpful tips, things that dispel confusion and maybe even some myths in the jewelry industry that consumers are afraid to ask. And I get it. It's um, It can be intimidating walking into a jewelry store or not knowing what to ask about when there's so much information out there. So if you don't know my background, I'm a graduate gemologist and I have a degree in geology. I chose a path with gems and jewelry and never looked back. I love it. And most of my, most of my experience has been working in independent jewelry stores behind the counter as staff, as a staff gemologist, helping people select and purchase diamond jewelry for engagement rings and design custom pieces with gemstones. So it's been a wonderful career. And now I'm branching out into different avenues and I love sharing different information, helpful information and tips with, uh, with the public and consumers especially. And it's all also a really good way just to refresh memories and remind store owners and professionals to be telling their customers these things because they do appreciate it. It makes them feel a lot more comfortable with their expertise. So like I said, today I'm going to be talking about yellow gold or gold in particular in jewelry, it's made such a big comeback. And if you watch news anchors in particular, it's easy to kind of look at them. And the the jewelry that the women wear, a lot of them are wearing gold hoop earrings and gold accented chains. And it's just nice to see the trend of yellow gold coming back. 
Oh, hey, welcome. Welcome to Carrots and Coffee this morning. I see we have some audience. It's so nice to, to have you joining in. We're talking about carrots and carrots here on Carrots and Coffee. And there are two terms that are commonly used in the jewelry trade. So let me get down to the, the dish, the dish on yellow gold. Yellow gold is is in its in its purest form is 24 carats. Most people understand that. It's a common purity that most people understand. They know 24 karat gold is pure gold. And in terms of making jewelry for durability purposes, it's not practical to make it in 24 carats. There are some cultures that do, and it's heavy and it's soft. So you have to be very careful. And uh, I believe in some cultures, there are entire chains that were designed to break links off in the purpose for trading and paying for things. So in that way, the soft, the soft um, characteristic of gold comes in really handy for, for that purpose. But for jewelry purposes, it is not so much. And yellow gold for the purpose of jewelry is not, like I said, it's not pure for, um, otherwise it just would be too soft. It would dent and bend easily. And it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hold up unfortunately for, for daily wear. And if you look inside your, your rings, your, especially your, your white gold or your yellow gold rings, you'll probably find a stamp. You'll see a stamp it has a number and a K or KT after it. And in the United States, typically it, you'll see 10, 14, or 18 carat. And those are the, when I talk about purity, I'll explain that in a second because it has to do with the combination of gold with different alloys. And the alloys that they use to combine with gold to make it stronger are usually uh, silver, copper, and nickel. And they add different combinations of it to alter or to adjust the color. When you look at rose gold, it most likely has a predominance or more copper to make it that rosy pink color. And the numbers, the 10, 14, and 18 carat, it's a little easier to, to understand when you look at it from a fractional or a decimal system point of view. And in fact, that's how the Europeans designate the gold purity. If you see a 585 or a 750, I know it's a little confusing if you're not familiar with it, but that in fact means the 14 carat yellow gold is closer. It's just over 50% yellow gold in it and it's 585. So if you take, um, it's like I said, it's a fraction or a decimal. It's 14 carat is 14 24ths yellow gold. So if you take that number and you dot, divide, divide it into 24, or divide 24 into 14, then that gives you 585 or somewhere around there. Same with 18 carat. 18 is 18 24ths of gold, and that brings you to 750 or three quarters of, of gold in that item. Other carat designations are 
in European or Asian countries. There's nine carat, 12 carat, and then, like I mentioned, some cultures in some countries do higher carat gold, 24 and 22 carat. Now, the higher the gold in the yellow gold, it does make it a really pretty rich, bold yellow gold. A lot of people like that. I love it because I I prefer yellow gold. And that's just because I like the way it looks on my skin tone. And there again, it's a personal preference. And a lot of people like the silver tone metals. It looks better on them or they just, they just prefer it. And white gold, like I mentioned in the last carrots and coffee, I talked about ways that you can go through your jewelry box and sort through things that are broken or just misfit pieces that you don't wear anymore or abandoned pieces. And white gold rings will often wear on the backside of them where the underside of your hand is. And like I said, white gold is not a pure white metal. I mentioned that in the last carrots and coffee. It's actually a combination of yellow gold with white metal alloys to make it white. And then over the top of it, they rhodium plate it. Rhodium is in the platinum family and it's what gives white metals and most silver nowadays that is made for fashion jewelry is rhodium plated so that it's that really high polished silvery metal and it doesn't tarnish. It it resists tarnish. But for the purpose of white gold, it it hides, it masks the yellow gold, but over time, some people's, um, it, it wears down usually. And funny thing is, I remember helping people all the time in the jewelry store and they would bring in and say, my, my ring is turning yellow. And we would explain to them that's because white gold is not a pure white metal and it needs to be rhodium plated to maintain that bright white color. Now, the other carrot, C-A-R-A-T, that's a simpler explanation than the carrot purity for gold. The carrot, C-A-R-A-T, refers to gemstone weights, and that is a universal standard. That doesn't change. It's the same everywhere everywhere worldwide. And it refers to, like I said, the weight of a gemstone or a mineral. and not every gemstone will weigh the same. And I'll leave you with that because that's a discussion for another time that's also very important and connected to gemology and why it's so important to work with qualified professionals, preferably gemologists. So that's it for today. And I know that I didn't talk about the other precious metals used in jewelry. They are not measured by carat weight because carat is is reserved only for gold. They are measured in uh, measurements of purity as well, and you'll only see the numeric stamp for that. So I'll go over those other precious metals another time in another Carrots and Coffee. And for now, I hope you enjoy your weekend wherever you are. It is March 18th, 2023, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks so much for joining in, everyone. Talk to you later.